Welcome to the Fleet Safety Geeks podcast, where we discuss the latest industry trends, best practices, and strategies for keeping your fleet and its drivers safe on the road. Whether you're a fleet manager, safety professional, or a driver yourself, our goal is to provide valuable insights and actionable tips to help you prevent accidents, protect lives, and promote a culture of safety within your organization. From vehicle maintenance and driver training to regulations and technology, we cover it all. Tune in every week as we explore the challenges and opportunities of fleet safety in today's fast-paced, ever-changing world. Hey, Phil. Welcome back to another episode of Fleet Safety Geeks for Memorial Day weekend episode. Hey, Bob. How you doing, my friend? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you? No, I'm great. Why complain? It's going into Memorial Day, so it's a three-day weekend, which is always nice. Yeah, that's true. You can complain, but it may not do any good. Who wants to hear that? (laughs) So um, we uh, kind of uh, were talking a little bit before this episode, and and, um, I I said I wouldn't do it, but, you know, I want to complain about sports a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a Guardians fan, but I live in Cleveland, and and I, that's all I can really watch. And they're doing horrible. And the Phillies went to the World Series last year. How are they doing? Yeah, they're they're well <laughs> under 500. They just lost to Atlanta last night. No, uh, I mean it's come on. They have uh, four games against Atlanta here, and uh, Atlanta is a is is really strong right now. So you never know, Bob. It's still early in the season, but boy, it does uh, it is an irritant. I'll just say that that put it that way. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, it, it's frustrating when uh, going into the summer and, and you have your teams and you, they did really well last year and then you got to watch them struggle a little bit. But It's early. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep saying that's my mantra right now. It's early. It comes there's nothing I just like going to the ballpark and seeing a game. I don't even care who it is. So you know what? That's and my wife and I are going down. We every year we go to a, a Phillies game for our anniversary, and we're going oh, down. Nice. Uh, and yeah. they're they're going to be giving a uh, Dick Allen uh, bobblehead away. So I'll put that with my little Phillies collection. You know, so uh, uh, that'll be fun. I, I I I love going to ballparks. I love going to ball games, and I've been uh, to uh, Guardians uh, and the Cleveland Stadium a couple times. It's a nice stadium. That's uh, a really I would suggest anybody ever come to Philadelphia, go to that stadium. It's wonderful. Citizens Bank Park is terrific. So there's I, a I've never been off to come. Citizens Tell Bank you what, Park. Yeah. I'll come to Philly. We'll go to a game. That would be great. We should do it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, what do we have to talk about today? This is um, going into the spring. It's usually the time that um, the orange barrels come up, right? Yeah. So it's the uh, the season of the traffic cone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, work zones are, are, are popping up everywhere. They have been popping up, uh, you know, uh, you know, come spring, you know, road repairs, especially in the, um, the colder climates, you know, they, they, they have a tendency then, you know, it's when the road work really gets uh, going in earnest. And um, that's what we're going to talk about work zone safety and driving through these areas and the, the, the do's and the don'ts basically. Right. Yep. So with, with the work zone safety, there's gotta be a number of, um, crashes and um, injuries related to that. Um, you're really good at finding great statistics. Do you have any that you can share with us? Um, Actually, I do. Uh, and I nice. got this uh, from um, workzonebarriers.com. Uh, I want to give them a plug here. 
<laughs> but uh, work zone fatalities uh, reached a 17 year high in 2021. And that was, you know, I mean, still again in 2021, just last year, you know, or two years ago, we, we were still, you know, coming back from COVID. So there still wasn't as much traffic. But just think about that 17 year high. Um, so uh, there were an over 105,000 work zone crashes and 42,000 injuries as a result of that with close to a thousand fatalities um, just in work zones, Bob. Now just think about that, all the miles that we drive and then compare that to the miles that we drive through work zones and we have that many crashes and that many injuries and fatalities in those small areas. So there's obviously, you know, there's a higher risk when driving through these areas so uh, people just need to get focused. And we're going to talk about, you know, the do's, like I said, the do's and the don'ts mm-hmm. of, uh, of uh, when driving through work work zones. Phil, did, did WorkZoneBarriers.com say who was involved in the fatality? I imagine a lot of that was the workers. Yeah. So I'm just reading what I've written down here. So 38% of the pedestrian fatalities were work zone workers. Mm-hmm. So there's, they're the people who are at the flaggers and the workers, uh, you know, the people doing the, the road work itself. 38% of them, uh, those fatalities were, were those people. And, and I don't know, I mean, I, I remember seeing a, uh, an advertising campaign, uh, which was, I thought, terrific. And it showed men and women who work in these areas. And they said, there's, mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, you know, um, they want to go home. And I thought right. that was a really powerful message that, that and, but I have not seen that. This, I haven't seen those commercials lately, uh, you know, in the, in the media, they need to get them out there. And that's so why I thought it was important that we, we cover this topic, you know, going into this, this, this time of year. Because, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's dangerous. You know, it is really dangerous. Yeah. I like the, um, in in Ohio and they probably do it in other other states too I'm sure because it's it's pretty powerful but you know I like the message that shows up on the digital board that says you know my my dad works here or my mom works here you know right. so um you know that makes you think it's like oh my gosh these these are people that that have families and you know they need to get home and all these cars barreling past them at, at you know high speeds is probably not very safe and and we no. need to you know slow down and and uh, be more careful. And again, having been out there on the on the highways, you know, like um, in traffic, um, you know, in, at crash scenes and, and vehicle stops and things like that, as, as I mean, my police work, I understand. I mean, I, there were a number of times, Bob, where I had to jump out of the way mm-hmm. because people, you say so your hands follow your eyes. So if you look towards something, you have a tendency of steering towards it. So always look where you want to go. We're going to talk about proper UC eyes here, but um, they'll steer right into you. Right. It's just incredible. And and people say, yeah, well, now come on. That's really, really true. Your hands follow your eyes. So look where you want to go. Keep those people in your in your peripheral. Keep them in your vision. But but make sure that your 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 focus is where it needs to be. I'm sure that one of the things we're going to talk about, and I'll just give this example before we get into it. You know, I live in a smaller town, suburb of Cleveland, and we just had some construction work being done. And it was, of course, at a very busy intersection. And getting through our town is difficult anyway. Um, so um, people got impatient 
and and um, started doing things that that they thought was more important for them because they had to get through that thing. You know, so people coming up on the side on the lane that's closed and trying to cut in and that just delays everybody else. And then tempers start flaring. People get frustrated. That's going to cause a lot of irresponsible driving around those workers when you're trying to get through there, running in the yep. red light or, you know, trying to get through. That, that's where it gets really frustrating in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk to all of that, you know, yes. um, as far as uh, staying focused and, 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 and keeping your temper in check and things like that. People don't like to be delayed. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, I'm, I've often heard people say, well, you know, why are they doing that road work now? You know, it's rush hour and things like that. And maybe that's a legitimate point. I don't know. But, you know, the fact of the matter is they're out there. And what are you going to do? Run over them because you're inconvenienced? Right. I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah. Don't be a knucklehead, you know? Technical so, term. Technical term. <laughs> knucklehead. Right. 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 So, yeah, the first thing I want to say is just pay attention, right? I mean, again, and Bob, how often do we beat this drum, right? Pay attention, put down the phones, uh, no texting, no no talking, no tweeting, no uh, no selfies, no cyber casting or whatever the hell they call it, you know, where they, you know, like, you know, I mean, come on, man. You know, I, mean, I see people driving down the road, like recording themselves as they're driving. Insane. Uh, and, and so if you're doing any of this stuff and you're going into a work zone, please, this is where you need to be, you know, hyper alert. You need to be alert all the time, but you need to be hyper alert when you're going into these areas where there are, you know, the traffic is slowed down and there are a lot of pedestrians around. So just knock it off, pay attention, you know, don't eat, don't be correcting your kids. If again, if you have that pedestrian who really got uh, the passenger who is, uh, uh, dis- disturbing you and taking your attention away, just say, Hey, listen, I got to focus on my driving, you know, uh, just, you know, your focus has to be on your driving all the time, but especially in work zones. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the area that I was talking about in my town was, um, uh, they had a sign up that said, slow down, phones down. And it's pretty right. sad that exactly you even need to put a sign up that says that you wouldn't um, think you would have to, would you? Yeah, I mean, right. and that's the thing, and that's the other part there, right? So slow down. And most of the mm-hmm. time, as you're approaching these work zones, you you have the you know the the graduated reductions in speed, right? It'll say you know speed limit sixty five. Next one down is like going oh, down. You're doing a forty five, and now you're doing thirty five. And when you're going through the zone, maybe you're doing twenty five. You know, whatever the suggested speed signs are, obey those speeds. You know, is that is that so hard? that you, you, you can't, you can't just slow down a little bit. I mean, how much, how delayed are you going to be if you just, if you slow down, uh, you know, it's minimal. Right. People think, oh, well, if I slow down to 25, I'll never get to work. I'm running late. Guess what? You're involved in a crash. You know, don't just, just slow down, obey those speed signs. They're there for a reason. And you have to be able to stop quickly in these areas. So slow down. Right. Yep. That's one of the most important things you can do. Uh, slow down and avoid distractions. Um, what else you got? You know, looking around, um, being prepared for somebody who's not doing something exactly responsible. Right. You know, is probably so again, I, I mentioned about scanning, you know, scanning ahead to the sides behind you, right? You need to scan 360 on a continuous basis, right? So you need to know what's going on around you. I always say if somebody hits you from behind and the first time you realize you were being hit is when you're hit, you weren't doing everything you could. You say, well, they hit me from behind. I could not do anything about it. Really? You didn't see it coming. What were you doing? Where was your focus? 
you know, now somebody could fly up on you and there are cases, right? But a lot of times maybe you can get out of the way or maybe you can pull forward a little bit and lessen the severity of the crash and maybe stop you from ramming into another car that could ram into somebody who's working along the road or on the road. So uh, scan 360 on a continuous basis and scan out to the horizon. Don't scan like directly in front of you and out into the horizon. So high beam, way out ahead, low beam directly in front of you. And that way, then again, you might see that brake light, you know, going on a little sooner and you can warn the person behind you who's eating a Big Mac and on their phone, you know, by flashing your brake light, you know, saying, hey, they're slowing down up here. Don't hit me. Save you from becoming a crash victim just by scanning properly. And then to the sides, because, again, you can have construction vehicles, you can have, you know, pedestrians who go out in front of you uh, and, you know, some of the flaggers or whatever. And so, again, scanning off to the sides is very important. Also, see it happening before it happens. And these are the things you should be doing all the time. But again, especially important when you're in work zones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. We should be doing these all the time. And that's, that's you know, the thing about we even need to put up a sign that says slow down, phone down for a construction zone. We should yeah, be doing that right. all the time. It's very, you know, it's shocking that we have to have to yep. say that. Um, so this is one of the examples I was, well, sort of, do not try and get ahead of trucks is one of the things that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, also don't try and get ahead of the car in front of you that, that you know, didn't go through the yellow light, you know, and then you're trying to, you know, get around or something. Yeah. So, um, people don't want to be behind trucks, right? So they're coming up to the construction zone, right? And they know that the lane's going away, but man, they'll do Mach one to get up there and get in front of the truck and then cut in in front of the truck and then have to slam on their brakes. Well, guess what? Trucks can't stop like cars. At best, a truck has 70% of the stopping ability that a car has. And that's, you know, People have a false uh, impression that when a truck's loaded, it can't stop as quick. Actually, when a truck's loaded, it can stop quicker because the weight of the truck is holding it down. When you see those skip skids, or like, like the dual axle skip skids on the road, that was probably a truck that was running empty. Uh, and the brakes aren't as, as effective then. But a truck, at, at the best, at the best, 70% of the stopping ability of a four-wheel vehicle. So... My dad drove tractor trailer and he said, those damn four wheelers, you know, he said, they pull out in front of me. So listen, um, just let stay, stay behind the truck and stay back far enough so that you can see their mirrors. Cause if you can't see their mirrors, they can't see you. It gives you room to maneuver, you know, to slow down and things like that. And really think about this, considering that a truck can't stop quite as fast as a car. Do you want that behind you? I know. When you're going into a construction zone where you might have stop and go traffic. Now, I'm not saying they're going to get slam dunk, but there's a possibility, right? Anytime there's a possibility. Right. I'd rather have the truck out in front of me. If he's in front of me, he's not going to hit me. You know? Makes sense. So don't feel like you just got to get ahead of those trucks or that last string of cars before you merge in. Don't be a knucklehead. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> what about some of the construction workers who are trying to direct traffic? Yeah. So, you, you know, people have a tendency of just like, They don't want to pay them like, you know, so, you know, the, the stop sign goes up and they figure, well, I can get by, you know, well, now you could be heading into a situation where you're in a restricted lane where there's traffic coming the other way. Now what's going to happen? So listen, really pay attention to the flaggers, obey their, you know, their direction. Um, again, they're out there trying to keep everybody safe. 
you know, and you can blame that person who's holding the sign, you know, it's not that person's fault, right? And and and, and let, let me put it this way: Do you love riding on roads that are full of potholes? Oh, it's it's uh, it's lovely. Isn't um, that great? I mean, it just I love what it does to my car too. I just it's just fantastic, right? No, we don't like that, right? So roads need to be fixed. Okay. So right. it's a necessary thing. Be patient with this. Okay. Um, obey those flaggers, pay attention. Uh, and again, by scanning out ahead, you're going to get a better idea of what you're going to have to do. And you might be able to warn the person behind you by scanning further ahead saying, okay, they're stopping us up here, flash the brake light. So you can tell that person behind you slow down. You know, sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, police are are helping direct the traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I manage a fleet. I have drivers and we have a driver that recently um, was cited uh, for something that, that put him, our point system put him at high risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the violation was um, not obeying an officer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, well, I was in this construction zone or approaching a construction zone. I didn't want to go through it. So I did a U-turn <clears throat> and um, he said that the police caught up to him and pulled him over and actually cuffed him because he didn't know what was going on. He thought he was running from the police and he, you know, had a happened to have a dash cam, which shouldn't have until we can manage that. Mm-hmm. And he said, I showed the officer that everything was okay. I just didn't see his sign. So he said, well, okay, I'll, I'll let you go and I won't write the ticket. Well, he wrote the ticket. So now he's going to court and fighting it. But the point is, even if you don't like the what you're about to go through, it doesn't mean that you can make an illegal move to kind of get out of that construction. Like he literally did a U-turn and we looked it up on Google Maps and, and, and Street View and it was a mess. I wouldn't want to drive through it either, right. but I probably just wouldn't go that way. I would have redirected myself and, and taken a, a detour around it. Right. But not make a U-turn in the middle of a construction zone when the police are directing traffic. Probably and, not a good idea. And in the heat of the moment, you probably think, oh, this is fine. I'm going to do this. I don't want to sit in this traffic now. But, you know, if you're breaking the law or if you're, or you're causing a risk, don't do it. Right. Sit, sit in the traffic. You know, it, it delays you for 30 minutes. It's better than a ticket or a crash. Right. Exactly. Again, it's just, it's some common sense stuff here, right, Bob? You wouldn't think we have to say these things, but it does, does make sense. And I think you bring up another really good point. Pre-plan. Right. You know, I mean, you, you can go online and find out where there is construction in your area and maybe Mm -hmm. reroute yourself so that you don't have to sit through this. You know, a little pre-planning could save you a lot of time and headache. Okay. So, so pre-plan so that you can avoid the construction zones if possible. Yep. Um, the area in my town that I was talking about, um, if I went through there, it would delay. We don't have a highway near our town, so it already takes 20 minutes to get out of town. There's lots of lights. There's lots of street traffic. Uh, it, it, it's a pain. But this this was putting me at over 30 minutes just to get out of like a five square mile cities, right? So I stopped going through it. I just went out of my way to take a different route to get on the highway in a different area. And it was faster to do it that way and, and no Bob, traffic. Even if it isn't faster, isn't it nicer to be moving than sitting? Right. Yeah, there was no right. traffic. Right. Everybody right. Was stuck you can just over keep there. moving, right? Now you're not sitting there sucking up the exhaust and all that stuff. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then, 
another thing I always you, you, you really do have to watch for those lane restrictions, the shifting lanes and narrowing mm-hmm. lanes. A lot of times the lanes are narrower, uh, you know, they're more. Uh, so you have to, again, so if you get in those situations, again, use of your eyes here is important. Look where you want to go. Don't look at the barrier or you're going to hit the barrier. You'll turn into it. Um, the lane restrictions, I mean, again, signs will typically tell you what those are. And then they'll also tell you when a lane's shifting. And a lot of times those, when you do those shifts, it's, it's over, um, a pretty rough area sometimes, you know, because there's different grades in the road, different levels of the road. Mm -hmm. So again, slow down, take that easy and just be aware of it and, 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 and plan accordingly while you're driving. And it's like, okay, I'm going to slow down and I'm going to gentle steer and things like that. I'm going to look, I'm not going to look at the barrier. I'm going to look where I want to go. It just saves you. And look at those barriers, Bob. I mean, there are gouges on the barriers and paint transfers. People hit those things. Of course. You know? yeah, and the yeah. barrels. I mean, how many times you see when you're going through a construction zone, you see the cones like knocked out of the way. People hit them, you know, again, because they're staring at that rather than staring where they should go. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, you've talked about this on episodes before. Um, and, and these things exist even without construction zones, but like a, a zipper lane or a zipper merge. A zipper merge, right. So here's what I say. There, there, and you have to depend. You, you have to play it you know, or, or, or adjust according to your conditions at any given time. So the things that we say here are just general safety you know, messaging. Uh, but you have to judge what's best for you given your conditions. But what I'll say is this, if you have a sign up and, you know, it's not real heavy traffic, you know, um, even moderate traffic, uh, and a sign saying, you know, left lane closed ahead, five miles, left lane closed ahead, two miles, left lane closed ahead, half mile. Don't until you don't wait until you're right up at that left lane closed to, to pull in them because one, it's not as safe. And, and two, you're just going to tick off the people around you, right? So if you can get over, get over. But now I'll, I'll use this example. When I drive into my office, there's a place, and it's just the way the road's designed, that goes from two lanes down to one, mm-hmm. right? And people will stay in both lanes until they get right up to the merge point, and then they zipper in with each other. And if they didn't, the line of traffic would be so backed up, right? it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be feasible, right? And there's a traffic light before that merge point. So the, the traffic would be backed up for miles if people didn't use both lanes up to the merge point. Right. But in, in st- typically in construction zones, like on the interstates or whatever, you can get over much sooner, do that. But when right. you're in a situation like that where both lanes can be used, just let each other in. Be nice. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that guy should have merged in five miles ago like I did. You know what? And and let's say, let's say this, Bob, let's say the person could have merged in five miles before, but now we're right up at the merge point. Where are you going to make them run through the cones, make them run through the barrels? Right. Let them in. Yeah. What does it cost you? Nothing. You know, just be nice. Okay. Is he a knucklehead? Should have merged in? Probably. But is it worth risking a crash or making that guy run into a barrel and risking the, the workers in that area just because you don't want that guy in? You're going to teach them a lesson? What, are you a traffic cop? You know? Or it becomes road rage, right? Right. Exactly. And, Bob, that does lead to road rage in these areas. It really does. Yeah. Which, you know, and I think this is something, Bob, we have to keep, uh, get on this mantra. Be nice. 
people just aren't nice behind the wheel right now. People yeah. are so angry. Stop it. Because we have to go back to the office. We can't work from home. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, I mean, there's just this general psyche going on in, in the United States where people are just nasty. Yeah. Knock it They're off. They're angry right now. Right. Yeah. Knock it off. Get behind the wheel, man. Just be nice. Be courteous. Yep. Be Is that kind. so hard? Especially in these work zones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we have safe following distances on roads that aren't under construction. Right. Um, should we extend that a little bit further during construction? No, I, I don't think. I mean, if we keep three, four seconds ahead, you know, like a vehicle had ahead of us three to four seconds, I think it's fine. I think you have, that gives you time to react. I think we're okay with that. Uh, but if it starts to, you know, if it's a slippery road, if it's, there's a little, you know, uh, if the roads are wet or whatever, then obviously you have to double that because stopping distance on a wet road is twice the normal distance. So, uh, but yeah, just keep a good three to four second following distance. I believe that, uh, that will, that should be plenty to keep you safe. Yeah. Hopefully we've already slowed down anyway. So exactly right, and it's, be... and, and that's the thing too, Bob. When you're going slower, your your distance isn't going to be as great because you're doing. So people don't know how that works. When a vehicle in front of you can't passes mark, start counting one thousand one, one thousand two, one thousand three, one thousand four. The front of your vehicle gets to that point before you you count the full distance. You're too close. Just slow down. Right. Give a little more space. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> a lot of our cars have. Um, uh, auto headlights these days. Mm -hmm. Um, so <laughs> when, when they first came out, funny story, I first came out, I rented a car in Denver and, um, I was pulled over as soon as I left the airport. I'm like, what mm -hmm. the heck? It was nighttime. And, um, he's like, you don't have your headlights on. I, you don't have your lights on. I showed him my headlights are on right there. He's like, you have the, uh, uh, daytime running lights, don't you? Well, like, yeah. yeah. your taillights are not. Right. Still, in some cars, you still have to turn your lights on. Exactly. So. And so uh, most of the time, the dead giveaway is that the dash lights aren't lit up. Right. So if the dash lights aren't lit up, and even if it's like a dust thing, I mean, you need to have your lights on. So I have a vehicle where I turn my headlights on, I leave them on the whole time. So my taillights and my headlights, and it's a rarity with, with the vehicle that I have, and they go on and off with the with the uh, key when I turn the Mine's, car on. Mine says auto. Everything goes on. Right. Now, the auto switch, but... Don't depend on that if it's raining or getting dust mm -hmm. because it you want your taillights also lit up so that people don't run into the room. Mine do. Yeah, right. mine do. Yeah. Okay, so, but don't, yeah, don't depend on that auto switch uh, because it may not get dark enough in inclement weather to switch all the lights on. Right. I would say right. wipers on, light switch all the way on, and I believe light switch all the way on when you're going through construction zones so that, uh, again, so that you can be seen and, 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 uh, so that, uh, you, you know, you don't really need to be seen use them to see when, when it's daylight, but it's so that you can be seen better. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, obviously we should use our turn signals. Um, <laughs> but you know, with all these lane changes and, and, and merging, you know, some people just fly through and, and just put the car there, but they're not using turn signals to, nope. to make that, that notice. You know, it's rude. It's rude. <laughs> it's rude. Uh, so the comparison yes. I make here, and this is might sound really silly, but where I live, I live in uh, Pennsylvania and east side of Pennsylvania. Um, we have Wawa's okay. Which are like these convenience stores, which are awesome like the people at my wawa know me it's like norm at cheers you know when i walk in they go phil um <laughs> yeah. they know me right um great sandwiches great great coffee and things like that so um <laughs> but 
every time you go to Wawa, I swear, people hold the door for you. Oh, nice. They hold the door for you. And, and I, I do it. They do it. Everybody does it. You know, I don't know if they're just happy to be there or what, but people are very courteous there. Well, not using your turn signal is kind of like the person who walks in and just lets the door fly and it hit, hits the other person behind, you know, it's like, it's not being courteous. So be courteous, hold right. the door and use your turn signal. Okay. Maybe that's a dumb comparison, but you know, <laughs> that's what I think of. I mean, my mind's a little odd, but <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's like, be courteous, use your signal and signal in plenty of time when you're merging in and when you're, um, uh, changing lanes or whatever, use your signal. Okay. And you know, when in doubt, use it. Okay. Yep. It's important to note too, that Wawa did not sponsor this episode, but if they're <laughs> no, listening, no, please no, feel sorry. free. I was trying to do a plug for Wawa. <laughs> I just like my Wawa. Okay. People are awesome. <laughs> it's nice that the people there are polite. It's always nice <laughs> when you go into an area where you, where you you leave and you notice that. So yeah. yeah, hoagie fest season is coming up, so they're going to be having hoagies. Which for other people in the other in other parts of the world, a hoagie is a sub. You know, so Philadelphia <laughs> right. they call it a hoagie. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. Cool. So anyway, all right. What else we got? Um, we're coming up on thirty minutes, so mm-hmm. let's see if we can't. Uh, uh, you know, be patient, be polite, right. camera enforcement. So uh, in a lot of these construction zones now, they're using camera enforcement. Okay. Um, not only, you know, for, for, for various violations, mainly speed, uh, but uh, you'll just get the ticket. They'll, you'll just get the ticket in the mail and they, and they are using that a lot. And mm-hmm. here's the thing too, Bob, when you're in these construction zones, the fines are doubled in most of these areas. Yes. So if you're speeding through this area, guess what? You're not just going to get a fine. You're going to get a fine. Okay. You're going to get a big one. Okay. So again, obey the speed limits uh, and, and, and avoid the violation, right? You don't, who needs it? Who needs a ticket? But you definitely will get one because I'll tell you what, they are cracking down and they should crack yeah. down, you know? Yeah. So that, that's a good point. You know, um, Turnpike goes through Ohio. We drive it a lot. We go to Michigan from Cleveland, take the Turnpike. Um, speed limit on Turnpike is 70 miles an hour. People are going 75, 80. Um, my nephew was going to come visit us and he said, how fast should I go on the Turnpike? And I'm like, set your cruise like at 73 and stay in the slow lane, right? So he did the entire way, even through the construction zone. Oh. <laughs> he got a oh. ticket. I'm like... How did you not see the sign that said construction zone speed limit 60? How, how do you miss that? Well, when you're my driving? uncle, the safety geek, told me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault, Bob. But read the signs. They're <laughs> there to, to direct you and, and tell you what to do. And and one other thing, too, that we haven't talked about is if there's any kind of construction or sorry, uh, traffic on the side of the road. Right. Pull over in another lane. Give okay. them a full lane. Yeah. Yep. Give them, and, and that's that's for anybody. Stop. You know, like if there's, uh, if you can anybody, get over to the other lane, tire. get over. And if you can't change lanes because traffic's blocking, then you need to slow down and slow get down. as far away from it as possible. And most states do have the, you know, the get over laws. Yeah. You know, for police, construction workers, um, uh, tow trucks, whatever, you're supposed to get, you know, put a lane in between you and them. So I, I'm really glad you brought that point up. That's that's excellent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you know. It, I, I, I got to hand it to the over the road truck drivers. Hmm. If if you just kind of model what they do, you, you'll oh, realize that they're actually very safe drivers. Exactly. They start getting over in the, in the lane that's closed. 
well way back because it's easier for them when there's less traffic. And Bob, how they, did they even know that that was up there? Well, because they were scanning out ahead and they saw it well ahead of time and it could easily, easily and safely merge over. If you're not paying attention, you're on your phone, you're eating, you're not paying attention. Guess what? You're not going to see it until the last second. Then it might be too late for you to get over. Um, right, but right. if you're scanning further out ahead, you'll see it ahead of time and you can safely merge away from those people who are on the side of the road. And I'm talking yeah. about broken down vehicles, too. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Give it Everything. Some space. Right. Yep. And uh, one thing that we've never really talked about that maybe we should is, you know, you always talk about scanning, not being distracted, looking around. A lot of people have tunnel vision. I think people are coming up on these zones and all at the last second, they're like, right. whoa, my lane is gone. Right. <laughs> you know, because they're only focusing on so one singularly focused. Right. No, when I say scan out ahead, that's not just the only place to the sides and behind. Also, yep, you have absolutely. to rotate your yeah. vision. The way my dad used to tell me, he said, you have to have your head on a swivel, kid. And boy, he was exactly right. Yep. Amazing how smart our parents get as we get older, right? He, he knew exactly what he was talking about. And he was a very good driver. Yeah, no, that yeah, I'm. That, I, I hand it to the truck drivers because I see them on the highway. There, every every sign that's out there is to kind of help direct the traffic, and I think that we in the four wheelers just sort of ignore some of those, um, and, and we yep. should. So we get too used to our surroundings. Sometimes you know you you have to stay focused no matter where you're at, whether it's a familiar road or, an, or a road that you're just the first time you're driving on. You have to stay focused. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I I think that that. This is a great episode. Hopefully people will, will listen to it um, since we are in road construction season. Um, I saw a funny thing on the internet about, you know, small cones being put up and it said, don't worry, they grow into big barrels. <laughs> <You know, so. laughs> They're going to be there all season. Yeah. Um, be patient. Let's get through them. Be safe and, and um, uh, just be careful out there. And Phil? Thank you, my friend, for doing this with me. Um, uh, it is a, a three-day weekend, and I hope that you're going to have some time to get out and enjoy, hopefully, some nice weather. We're actually going to go hit the bike trails, my wife and I, and then we're going to do some grilling. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it should be a fun weekend. Uh, nice. And just last plug, don't drive impaired. And watch don't out for the impaired drivers, yeah. because over these long weekends, there's a tendency of that increasing. So just please, please, please make the decision. Never drive impaired. And just watch out for those who, who are driving voluntary. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, thank you. That's good advice. And until next time, be safe. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, Bob. Yep. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Okay.